And good afternoon, good afternoon, or good morning, good morning, or good evening, or you're laying there at wake in the middle of the night. You know, when I'm on the air, whenever you damn well want me to be on the air, at your service, Asus Ordinus, right? I'm the lawyer. You can't call me yet. I don't have the lines. We're getting them. It's coming. We're getting them. But I'm the lawyer. And we've got calls we've recorded before. They're good, juicy ones. Don't worry. You're not that good. You don't remember. Even if you listened every day, you wouldn't remember them. We've got calls for you. Watch old calls, new calls, ones I've recorded recently. We've taken the best of the best, the creme de la creme, so to speak. Stick around and listen to this. You'll like it. Here we go. David in Daly City, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Calling. I'm calling... Uh, because my mom uh, ran up a credit card of $21,000. She's 78 years old and has nothing. Nothing. She own a house? Nothing. No oh, ca- she has a car. A car. And yeah. what? She's getting threatening letters from lawyers, right? Yes. Yeah, we're going to put you in a nursing home. We're going to cut off your food stamps. We're going to, you know. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and, and they insult her, you know. And oh, and she's paid her bills all her life. Twenty. What did she run up $21,000 in credit card bills for? Indian uh, casinos? It, it, no, I don't know. Just, it, it's a bad, bad situation my father and her got into. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Wait, wait, the IRS. Wait, 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 watch this. She's 78. She lives right. on Social Security in Oregon, right? How much does she get a month? Thousand dollars. Sixty-one. And your dad's gone now, or he's living? He's gone. So she gets a thousand sixty-one dollars a month, and that's it, right? That's it. How the hell do you? And how much is her rent? Six hundred. So she's living on what? Five hundred and sixty-one dollars, or four hundred and sixty-one dollars? That's it. You better send her money every month because she ain't making it. That's what's going on. If you can afford, help mama. Look, you can't get blood from a turnip. Your mother only has a car and lives on Social Security. She is known what, as what's judgment-proof. In other words, they could sue her till the cows come home and get judgments against her. They cannot take away her Social Security check. I can't okay. quote your bankruptcy law, but I am convinced one automobile is protected in bankruptcy because, and it's not subject to attachment. Social Security is safe. You know, you can't take somebody's Social Security checks. They can be leaned only for unpaid federal taxes. You know, the Fed taxes, they're worse than the mafia. But, oh, yeah, Social Security, the Feds can take it for unpaid federal taxes and sometimes unpaid child support and alimony. But not credit card companies. Visa, MasterCard ain't getting it. All right. Um, She should, however, listen to me. If they sue her, they will get a judgment for $21,000. She owes the money. Right. So she might want to keep her money out of a checking account because once her Social Security is paid into the account, it can be taken by the lender with a writ of execution. Do you follow me on that? So, you know, but first of all, she hasn't been sued yet, has she? No, 30 days. Well, they said if you don't pay in 30 days, we're going to sue you? Right. Okay, here's what you do. You can be the Lone Ranger and be a hero. Help her. Write a letter to them. I mean, they've already taken the credit cards away. She's not paying. They've cut them off, right? Right. Okay. Right. Write a letter to them and saying, I am 78 years old. I, have, I own nothing. I own, okay. live on Social Security. I am judgment-proof. I wish I could pay you, but I can't. If you sue me, that's, you know, you're not going to get anything. Just let them know that, okay? And then they may not okay. sue because it costs them money to sue, and they're not going to get anything. Okay. And, you don't have to move her out of her checking accounts. First, she has to get sued, 
They have to get a judgment against her. She'll get notice of that. So don't worry about that. David, write the letter for her. And you okay. understand what I'm saying? Just indicating I'm judgment-proof. I'm sorry I can't pay it. She owes it. No harm in admitting that she owes it. She owes it. I can't pay it. And um, and, and say, do what you want. But if she gets sued, call me, because I'll help you with that, too. I'll tell you what to do. All right? Okay. Okay, Lynn, one other question with the, the, the car. Should I become the lien holder on the car? So they. Uh, what they, kind they, of car is it? It's just an old Buick. What year? That's our... Uh, 1990? No more. Yeah, I mean, you could, but it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to take that car. There's no money in it. There's no okay. money in that car. How many kids does she have? Two. You and who? And my daughter, or my sister. But are you helping her out, please, a little bit? I, I am. Yes, I am. I, I mean, you know, send her cash, send her certified checks, you know, and, and yeah, help her out. This is mom. She took care of you, and she's broke. It, we got these old people in the country who've got no money. This, you know, that's a real problem. My Social Security check won't pay enough for rent and food all month. Right. You know, right. help her out, okay? Okay, Len. Thank you. Thanks, Call me if she gets sued, but tell her not to give them a penny. All right? Okay. Thank Alrighty. you. Yeah, nothing wrong with helping your parents. Such a blessing from God, right? Ray in Redwood City. Why are you calling a lawyer? Yes, uh, I'm calling to find out. Uh, I sold a building uh, a little over a year ago in a uh, four-unit apartment building, and I'm holding the paper and I'm receiving the uh, uh, the money for uh, you know, the the loan. And uh, anyhow, all these years I've kept the uh, expenses and the rents and everything. I kept it always separate. You now, mean separate from your wife? Building. Separate from your wife? From my wife. From my wife, yes. How how old are you, Ray? I'm 83. And how long were you married to your wife? Uh, 28 years now. Was this building Was this building yours before you married your second wife? Yes. Okay. What's the question? I understand. Ask me the question. The question is, uh, now that the, I the, I received this money, and now I'm thinking about I, I'm had to move out, and I'm living in an apartment. Why did I'm you move out? Why did you move out? Because of uh, my wife has Alzheimer's. She was getting very aggressive and physically uh, physical, and so uh, her family and my doctors suggested that I better move out. Yes, um, I mean, really, you're 83. You don't need somebody beating you up. Okay, so what's yeah. the question? The question is, uh, now, if I wanted to buy, let's say, a condo in the future to, uh, uh, with, with my separate money, uh, would that be legal and without her later on coming uh, and saying, hey, you know, that's all part of my, uh, or claim interest in yes. that? Yes, uh, yes. The, the source the, of the money, the follow me on this. The source of the money was your separate property. You owned it before the marriage. You never put her name on it. It's separate property. It's all yours. You can do what you want. Look, your wife has Alzheimer's. She's physically aggressive. She's not making any decisions here. So her children and other family members seem to be making the decisions, and they're the ones who told you to move out, right? Exactly. So don't file for divorce. Help her out. You were married for 28 years. If they need some money for a nursing home, buy the condo. You know, talk to them. I'm sure it'll work out to your advantage. If you file for divorce yeah. and she's got Alzheimer's, they may make you pay for her lawyer to represent her. Move out. Keep her family happy. Buy the house in your name. Don't worry about it, okay? 
Yeah, because that's what I'm trying to do right now. What's the and size? Think, what's the, I, if you put all your money together, what's the size of your estate, Ray? Uh, well, I, I, the, the building uh, you know, I had was uh, 800000 You may have so, to uh, You may have to change your trust to make sure you're not leaving anything to her if you die first. We could talk about okay. that. You could come see somebody like me. I could help you with that. Buy the building. Take care of your safety. It's your separate property. Don't worry about it, okay? All right. Thank okay, you, Ray. Great. Linda in Santa Cruz, Len Tillum, News Talk 910, Linda, why you call Well, my son got arrested in 2005 in Georgia. They dropped the charges. For what? He was messing around with the credit card that was his. Okay, they and they dropped, dropped the, the charges. charges. And we went back and had the case expunged. College, mm-hmm. everything is hunky-dory. We're seven years later. And he gets told by the school as part of the program to put his resume online and that the employers will Google him. So when they Google, the only thing that will show up is a mugshot on mugshot.com with a complete arrest record. Forgive me, what is mugshot.com? It's a hellacious website, and that's all they do is put up mugshots and arrest records, and if you go into it, and they have a thing that says, oh, we're all good guys here, and for $399 or more, we will take this off. Now, w- wait a second. Where is this mugshot.com? Somewhere in Silicon Valley, or you don't even know? I don't even know. I, all I know is he Googled himself, and that's where he showed up. Yeah, and here he is graduating from college. It's, right? yeah, is that what you're telling me? Graduate. Gra- Graduating in a year, he wants to get a job, and the internet, which puts everything out there, easily... Look, David Brown just looked up mugshot.com. So all of you who've ever been arrested, look up mugshot.com. God forbid your picture is there. Um, And if you look up mugshot.com on who is, you find out that the webpage is registered to a company called Protected Domain Services. And that means it's designed to hide the identity of who really owns the webpage. Let me tell you something, Linda. This is extortion and blackmail, plain and simple. They have a secret about your son that could prevent him from getting a good job, and they want money to erase the record. Um, I think you should call the police. Although, really, I would call the police. This is extortion. People get arrested all the time by mistake. It doesn't mean anything. But if you Google your name and it comes up with a mugshot and it looks like who's going to hire him? I would call the cops because I'm not sure, and all of you out there who are a lot more internet savvy than I am, call in and help us with this. And if you've been arrested or your boyfriend got arrested, check it out. You may be on mugshot.com. Extortion. I'm not sure what you can do by yourself other than calling the cops without spending a lot of money on lawyers because you'd have to file a lawsuit against a number of John Doe's then subpoena the records of this company called Protected Domain Services. Yeah. You follow me on that? So I would call the police. David, are there any other people who monitor the Internet or take care of stuff like this besides the I cops? Think the cops <laughs> He's thinking. I, 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 you know, it is extortion. You know, um, I would also try the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC. Look up online, ftc.gov, okay? You can file a complaint with them. See what you can get on this. I'll help you with it further. But ugh, it's outrageous. They can get these arrest records, which don't mean anything. Put And they don't even give you, you know, the Fair Trade Commission 
requires not the Federal Trade Commission. The Fair Trade Commission requires if you have a ding on your credit record, you know, you have a right to dispute it. Here you can't dispute anything. How do you explain that it wasn't, you know, you are 399 bucks, it $400 to take your There's name off. It's blackmail the guy is doing. It goes up over $1,000. What do you mean? They want more than $1,000 no, no, no. for your son? As far as I know, there's only one picture. Three ninety nine. What a bargain. If there are more pictures, they have no, higher wait, wait, prices. Wait you mean they, they say we'll take your... They say on the webpage, we'll take your picture off yeah. this for this much money? It's not... A, you have to go into it where, you know, first they have the bit about, uh, you know, if there's a mistake, it's, of course, not our fault. Yeah, and then... But if you want us to take it off... So look how objective they are. If you pay us, it's blackmail. Call the police and the Federal Trade Commission, FTC.gov, all right? Okay, that doesn't sound like something that's going to happen quickly. Well, I don't have an answer to you. I I mean, and, and, you know, what's to stop on Mugshot.com, too, from springing up and doing it? This guy's a crook who's a woman who's ever running it. They got a scam going on. That's the story. Let me know what happens with this. Call the police. See if they're interested. Even the FBI. Try them with the FBI, too. You can call them and see what's okay, going on. Thanks. All right? They may know further about it. And anybody listening, you believe it, mugshot.com. You've been arrested? Check it out. You may be there. They may be want $300 from you. Outrageous. Anybody know how to help me on this? I could use some help on this one. Sue in Santa Rosa. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Sue? Hi, Len. This is Sue. You've met me and my son, Cooper, when we came to watch you do your show. My son is the one. I remember that. You came in the summer. Your son's a big fan of the show and sat during the show. He's a big fan. And actually, I was, you know, having this little problem with after a car accident. He's like, Mom, call Len. Call the lawyer. So I'm calling you. Yeah. He does a great I'm a lawyer oh, well, imitation, too. Hey, um, Len, I was rear-ended, um, totally not my fault. Somebody talking on a cell phone ran into me on the freeway. I was basically stopped, and she hit me at 35 miles an hour and totaled my car, and I was injured in it. We're now in the settlement phase, and I downloaded your fabulous document on the Jim, not, um, I think, Gagan. Yeah. Oh, Jim Gagan's guide on it's how to fabulous. do your own PI right. case. So I did everything right, mailed it off. The insurance company called me. And I have about $8,000 in medical bills. They call them the specials. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The $8,000 in medical bills, is it chiropractic bills, massage bills, or orthopedic surgeon um, bills? Chiropractor, it's um, my regular doctor, it's x-rays, and it's um, physical therapy. And are you still hurting? I'm still hurting, and I'm basically where everybody said, you know what, you're about as good as you're going to get. You're just going to have to be careful. So it's something And how old are you? Okay, yeah, when you get into your 50s, oh, you don't heal so fast yeah. anymore. So, so you've got $8,000 in medical bills. you got I some lost, lost wages. lost wages are in there, so it's lost wages and medical bills. Yeah. And the insurance adjuster, who's always been actually a jerk, is offering me $12,000. So basically, after paying the expenses, it would be about $4,000. And right. You also have to pay back. Wait a minute. You have to pay back oh, the I know health insurance I know company. I know. Yeah, so yeah, he's offering you a bucket. He is, and he told so, me, he said, you know what, there's nothing you can do about it. It's my final offer. You can't take me to small claims court because I'm offering the amount that's above, you know, what they would settle for. Take it or leave it. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Uh, the bottom line is if they aren't willing to settle, you can take them okay. to court. And if you're willing to sue for less than $15,000, 
You can do it in small claims I court. I think it's and worth more than that, personally. I really do. I missed eight days of work, and I'm still in pain. Well, okay. Here, here's the problem is. The problem is, if you want to sue for more than $15,000, you've got to get a lawyer. You've got to hire a lawyer. And it's ve- he's right about one thing. It's very difficult to get a lawyer who's going to well, take I've this case. Lawyers. Yeah, and you've they said, s- you know let- what, you, you might not you know, end up getting that much, and then you'll owe us 30%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, let me explain. And by the way, my brother's mm-hmm. a chiropractor, and I believe mm-hmm. in chiropractic. So I'm not in massage. I'm, I'm a big one for right. alternative medicines. I think they do a lot of good. So, and I'm not knocking doctors either. I'm alive because of doctors and right. surgery too. But, uh, you know, it's all there and they all work. But when you have a lot of chiropractic bills, they don't impress juries. They don't impress adjusters. And everybody thinks sometimes, I'm not saying it, but they'll say, well, the chiropractor overtreated. Right. They'll bring in this whore of an orthopedic surgeon, the insurance company will at the trial, to say there's nothing wrong with you and the accident probably did your world a good. Right. Who knows what they'll say? But it carries a lot of weight. You've got to, if you do a trial, have the chiropractor there in person to testify. There's enormous expenses. Right. And you've got these soft tissue injuries that don't show up on an x-ray. It, you may not get that much. It's just... I know you feel it's right. worth more, but these insurance companies are not there to be nice people. They're there to, you know, they like to give you a kick in the ass when you're laying well, in the that's gutter. What that's what they, they take the premium and yeah. shut. Yeah, they treat you like dirt. They treat you like you're a junkie right. hooker. You know what that's I mean? Right. Yes. So they basically so, yeah, got I know. at this point. Well, take them to small claims court for $15,000. I think okay. you'll get it. You know? Yeah, sue them in small claims court. And by the way, the insured will get okay. very upset because they can't have a lawyer there. You serve that person. And this happened, it happened in Sonoma, in Sonoma County. County. And it was the woman driving the car. It was a, a car from the winery that she works for, but she lives in Louisiana. So who am I serving? The guy. Doesn't matter. The accident happened. The owner of the car uh-huh. is the winery. Serve, serve, sue the winery. There's a small claims court advisor. In Sonoma County, every small claims court has an advisor. They'll help you fill out the forms. Because if you go to a lawyer, a lawyer's going to say, look, maybe the case is worth thirty grand, But it's a lot of work. Lawyers like Jim Gagan, who works with my office, Audrey Gerard, we do personal injury cases, but high-value cases because it's so much work. It's the same amount of work to get you thirty grand as it is to get $300,000. So lawyers are not willing to touch him. And the end result is the client is unhappy. You go through this horrible thing called litigation with depositions and interrogatories and expenses. And you'll gobble up. They'll just take your deposition. They'll cost $800, you know. So small claims court is the answer for you, Sue. Okay. So if I go with the small claims court, then am I just telling the claims adjuster that I'm going to take it to small claims court? And just stop talking to him? You, no, you, you, you have to, he'll say, I'm going to go to okay. small claims court, and he'll think you're bluffing. You have to really, you got to go oh, fill I'll out the it. papers in, at the courthouse, and you have to serve Perfect. the winery. Then he'll take I'll you seriously. It. You know, and then if you, he'll, he'll offer you $14,000 if you want to save a grand, but you got to push okay. them to do it, to the courthouse well, steps. I love you. All Thank right? you. Okay, give your oh, kid a kiss for me, will you, Sue? He's kind of a stalker. Okay, thank you, Len. You, no, no, no. Any t- it's in the summer when he's free, I'm doing the show. You two come on down. He's more than welcome. We'll he was there. a pleasure. Thank you so much. Anne in Santa Rosa, Len Tillum. How come you're calling Hello. a lawyer, Oh, I'm Anne? calling. Um, my daughter works at a restaurant, and um, they all the tips are pulled, and um, she's just given an amount. And I just wondered if 
uh, she worked at another restaurant before, and they did the same thing, but they would post, you know, how who got money, who got what amount of money. And in this restaurant, they don't mm-hmm. do that. They just, um, you know, just give you. Well, do you think some waitresses are getting more tips than um, other waitresses? Uh, there's no, there's not really any way to know. Everybody just gets, up, you know, it gets put in a little uh, package. Right. Who divides the, um, up the money? The manager kind of person. The um, and and I All don't right. know if they're getting some of the money or not. There's just no um, transparency at all. It's just you know, and I just didn't know if that was if it should at least be posted somewhere. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's an interesting place, and this is another reason I couldn't do this show without David Brown. I mean, he does the research for me. I didn't know this. I know it now. Um, there's a, the California Division of Labor Standards Enforcement, California Division of Labor Standards Enforcement. And if you Google, you type in DLSE, just D, D for Division LSE, Labor Standards Enforcement. If you type in DLSE and the word tips, you're going to find the webpage for the California Division of Labor Standards Enforcement. All right. It explains everything. It, here's it is. I'll tell it to you. But you can look at it again because I talk fast. It's perfectly legal for a restaurant to collect all of the tips and divide them among the staff members who provide direct, direct service to the customers. That means the wait staff, food service, the busboys, the bartenders, and even the maitre d'. The kitchen staff and the chef and the cooks don't get a share unless you order something that's prepared at your table. Now, the manager, as for the manager getting a share, that's legal if the manager provides direct service to diners. But if the manager is not providing direct service to the diners, the manager shouldn't get a tip, right? Um, you got it. no service, you don't get a share of the tips. If she thinks the manager is ripping her off, she can file a complaint with the Division of Labor Standards Enforcement. And um, I'll give you the yeah. Santa Rosa, you got a pen, Ann? The Santa Rosa Field Office can be reached at 707 576 2362. 707-576-2362. You got it? All right. Thank you. Okay. And by the way, local radio. We can give you local numbers. We can do it. I love this show. I guess that wraps it up for today. It's been a full show. Without the commercials, it zips right along. We do emails. I'm going to do one right now. Usually if I was on the radio and I say I'm going to do one right now, first you'd get six minutes of commercials. Forget that. You're getting it right now. None of those damn commercials. Here's what Terry writes. Terry says, my tenant's son, listen to this. This guy's son was shot multiple times inside the house by somebody he knew. He died the next day. Do I have any responsibility to the landlord as the landlord? This guy's the landlord. Do I need to disclose the homicide to prospective tenants or buyers? Well, you're not responsible if you didn't pull the trigger. But if you sell the property or rent it out to other tenants, you are responsible to tell them about the homicide. I mean, there are people who worry and don't want to be around ghosts. I mean, many people. So if somebody's killed or commits suicide in your house, You have to disclose any material fact. This sounds like a lawyer. You got to disclose any material fact related to the property. And there are many people who don't want to live in homes where someone was killed, cultural or religious reasons. Okay? Wraps it up for today. You can send me emails at lentillum.com. The phone lines are coming in. We'll be doing live calls. In the meantime, this is not so bad. Will you tell a friend? By all means, take care. Next show's coming up tomorrow.